you're looking for homeschool sanity, welcome. I'm Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschool mom and curriculum author. But I was once so disorganized, I thought I had to quit homeschooling and stop having kids. Now, by the grace of God, I have six homeschool graduates. Whether we're discussing parenting, productivity, or practical tips, I pray that this episode is just what you need for happy, healthy homeschooling. Hey, homeschoolers. Whether you are already back to school or you will be starting soon, you may be wondering if you're trying to do too much this year. In this episode, I have six signs that you should pare down your curriculum, activities, or schedule. This episode is brought to you by Grammar Galaxy, the elementary language arts curriculum that is designed not to be too much. The lessons are so short, your kids won't even think they're doing school. Try one of the story-based lessons for free at fundtolearnbooks.com samples. If you aren't sure which level to start with, check out the scope and sequence at fundtolearnbooks.com scope. Now, on to the signs that you're trying to do too much. You're worried that you're trying to do too much. That is the most obvious sign that, in fact, you are trying to take on too much curriculum, too many classes, too many activities, or your schedule just isn't realistic. And I think a related concern is that you don't know how you're going to do it all, but you're just not worried about it. At least you're just not going to worry about it. So if that is you and you don't know how everything is going to fit, but you're just shrugging and saying you'll figure it out later, there's a good chance that you are trying to do too much. Sign number two is when you tell your homeschooling friends what your plan is for the year, their eyes get big (laughs) or they laugh or they say you're crazy. Even if your friends are not veteran homeschoolers, if they are wondering how on earth you're going to do everything that you have planned, you should stop to consider whether or not you are trying to do too much. I have had numerous friends over the years give me wonderful feedback on what my plans were. And it's such a great idea to talk to your friends about what they're planning to do. How many sports are their kids going to be in? How many classes are they taking? How many types of curriculum are they using? What does their schedule actually look like? And if you don't have veteran homeschooling friends, I advise you to make some. Join a group, preferably a local group, where you can talk with people who have been homeschooling in your area for years now and can give you a relaxed, realistic approach to homeschooling that will probably make you feel a lot better about your prospects for homeschooling well in the coming year. 
So sign number one is you're worried that you're trying to do too much. Sign number two is your homeschooling friends are kind of freaked out <laughs> by how much you're trying to do. And sign number three is that you have no margin planned. You have every time block accounted for, and there is no unscheduled time in your calendar or even in your routine if you're not a scheduler. If you don't have time for those things that come up, those things will come up and you're going to be behind, you're going to get frustrated. And so it's really, really important that we have unscheduled time where we don't have anything that we have to do, no place that we have to be in order for us to be able to accomplish the plans that we have in place for this coming year. Now, sign number four is really related to sign number three of not having any margin, no unscheduled time, and that is that self-care is not a priority for you. You haven't made certain that you're going to get enough sleep. Your plan, in fact, may require you to stay up late and then get up early. I have made plans like this so many years, and I just think somehow magically I'm going to be able to get by on less sleep and get everything done. But of course, we know realistically that isn't going to happen, and we're just going to be running on a sleep deficit until the whole thing falls apart. So if you are not allotting enough time for sleep, getting ready for bed, if you're not allotting enough time for you to have some downtime, to do the things that you enjoy doing, whether that is spending some time on Instagram, be honest with yourself about what it is that you want to do at the end of a long day. Do you wanna spend time watching a show with your husband? Do you have a hobby that you really want to invest time in? I urge you not to neglect those hobbies that add so much life to our days and are such good modeling experiences for our kids. If you are not making time in your plan this year for exercise, I urge you to re-examine that as well. Exercise is what is going to give you the energy, give you that good, solid, deep sleep that you need in order to be the best homeschool mom that you can be. I urge you also to make time to spend time with other homeschooling friends. One of the changes that I have seen in the homeschool community over the years is that homeschooling moms, by and large, don't have free time that they can use to go out with their friends just as homeschooling moms without the kids. Now, most of the time when I had young kids, I spent time with homeschooling friends with the kids with us. They were playing and engaging in activities probably that we had planned and we had a chance to chat. But we also would go out for dinner and do fun things together that did not require us to be observing the kids and watching out for the kids at the same time. And that made a huge difference in my mental health and my ability to be, again, a good homeschooling mom. And then finally, I would say if you don't have a plan 
to spend time with your husband, because I'm typically speaking to fellow homeschooling moms on this podcast, if you don't have that time, you are not accounting for it at all, I urge you to go back to the drawing board and make sure that that time is there. Because after your self-care and after time with the Lord, which you can consider that part of your self-care, I consider marital time vital to the success and the health of your homeschool. So please, please, please make sure that you are carving out time, leaving that time for your relationship. And I'm not even talking about date nights. I'm talking about do you have time where you can communicate with your husband? You can spend time with him doing activities that you both enjoy, just having downtime where you're just not running past one another, trying to get dinner on the table and kids to activities. So that is sign number four that you are trying to do too much and that is self-care is not a priority. And then sign number five that you are trying to do too much is once you have started homeschooling. So this is for those of you who have already started back to school for the year. And what you have discovered is that you are nowhere close to completing your plan for the day. Like nowhere close. I was experiencing this recently even for myself as a writer and a businesswoman. And I'm still a homeschool mom. for a few more days before my youngest goes off to school because I've had kid activities that I have had to be involved in. And my plan for the day was about 50% complete, day after day lately. So that is telling me that I am trying to do too much. I am simply not capable of completing all of these tasks that I am assigning to myself on a given day. And if that is your experience, and I would urge you to do what I have been doing, which is to kind of rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 in terms of how well did you complete your plan as written for the day, even if that's a routine, how much of it did you do? Did you do 50%? Well, then you're probably doing too much. And then related to that sign is sign number six, and that is that you and your kids are resisting the plan. Now, I'm not talking about kids who say, oh, let's not do school today. No, no, let's just, let's go to the park, mom. (laughs) My kids would often try to talk me out of doing school, and that is just normal. It doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong at all. Kids are just going to be kids, and they're going to try to get out of doing a school routine, just like they try to get out of doing chores. But I am talking about where your kids are just, no. (laughs) It's just everything about their attitude is screaming no. And everything about your attitude is screaming no too. If you are resisting even starting the process of doing school or starting your routine, starting your plan for the day, it's likely that you are expecting way too much of yourself. I was also experiencing this in my business life. I would have a plan, I didn't have enough margin in my plan for the day, 
and I didn't even want to start it come morning. So if that is you, it is most likely that you are expecting way too much of yourself. You're trying to take on way too much and you and your kids are reacting like normal people would to expectations that are just far too high. So if you have realized as I've gone over these signs that you are in fact trying to do too much, I would like you to ask yourself why you are doing each thing. I find that it's really helpful to even say it out loud. Perhaps you want to get together with a homeschool mom friend or just talk on the phone and talk through your plan or talk through your plan with your husband and say, this is why I am doing this particular science curriculum, for example. Yes, it's very uh, experiment heavy. It's very time consuming, but it's so important because we have kids. This is their passion. They love it. And as you begin to give the rationale for why you're doing each curriculum, activity, class, you will quickly identify those activities that need to stay in your plan and those that you really don't have a good rationale for, or at least a good enough rationale for doing it. And I had a conversation like this with a writer friend of mine this week and I realized that I was expecting way too much of myself. I was trying to do way too much because I thought I needed to do this in order to please homeschool families who use my materials, who listen to my podcasts, who follow me on social media. And I realized as I talked with her that I was trying to do too much and for no good reason because I really don't believe that you are sitting there wherever you are or walking. Maybe you're out walking. Maybe you're out exercising. And I think that's great if you're doing that while you're listening to me. I really don't believe that you are very worried about how much I produce, <laughs> how much content I produce this week. And I think you would be much happier knowing that I was doing whatever I felt called by God to do in a way that allowed me to serve my family and still be a happy person because that is how your family feels about you and the other people in your life. Perhaps you are someone who volunteers, maybe you're serving in your church as well, or you're serving other family members and friends and the people that we serve want us to be healthy and happy. So if that is you, if you find some activities that you are not doing for the right reason and it's not healthy for you, I urge you to do what I have been doing and that is to pare your plan down to the essentials. Leave it as only absolute musts on your plan. Even if you've already signed up for the class, even if you've already purchased the curriculum, if you don't believe that it is truly essential, even though you don't know how to get out of it, you don't know how to return it, um, I urge you just to have a very short list of absolutely must do's in your homeschool. 
after you have that, I would love to see you give it a go doing only what you absolutely have to do. See how your day goes. Are you bored or are the kids restless because they don't have enough to do? If you are less motivated when you pare it down to the essentials, then go back to your original plan and choose just one thing that is really important to you. It might not be essential, but it is really important to you and add that to what you're already doing with the essentials and continue that process until until it feels just right. It is so much easier, and we know this, it is so much easier to add activities than it is to take them away once we have just overloaded ourselves. I also encourage you in this process to have a discussion with your spouse. Don't just talk with other homeschooling moms, but talk about it with your husband if you are married and give him the rationale for why you are doing what you are doing. My husband knows me so well that he would easily be able to see a weak rationale for why I'm choosing to participate in an activity that takes up a ton of my time and has very little payoff, for example. And he would tell me, uh, drop that. <laughs> my husband is actually excellent about limiting his responsibilities so that he has a wonderful life. I mean, he has, he has excellent boundaries with that. So he is a great example. If your spouse is more of a workaholic, then you might not want to go to him with concerns you have about overdoing it. Then you might want to just limit yourself to another family member who knows you really well, who can give you honest feedback. And then of course, it is critical that we are praying about our responsibilities. When I got the feedback from my friend about why I was doing too much and that I was trying to please other people when I don't need other people's approval, what I only need to do is to fulfill God's calling on my life. I realized that God is not the one calling me to do too much. He would not do that to me. Instead, what we are called to do is, of course, to train up these beautiful sons and daughters of ours to know him, to love learning, and to fulfill the purpose that he has for them. That is our role. Yes, we have to discipline. We have to maintain our homes. We have to feed our kids. We have to uh, keep the home running, and we have to be wives as well, um, who are helpmeets to our husbands. However, we are not called to do everything. <laughs> that is not what God does to us. He does not overload us. That is our doing when our schedules, our plans are just too full. My second responsibility besides to be the wife and mother and homeschooler that he has called me to be is simply to trust him to fulfill his promise to me. I believe that God has called me to be a writer and a speaker to homeschooling moms. And I believe that God has called you 
to be a homeschooling mom as well. And I know that he will fulfill his purposes for you and your family, just as I have seen him do that for me and my family. And I'm only going to get into trouble, and you are only going to get into trouble when we doubt that and we think we have to do more. We have to do more than what he has called us to do. And we don't trust him to fulfill his promises to us. I love this verse, Luke 1, 45. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. Of course, this verse is speaking of Mary, but it can be spoken of us as well. We can have more peace and joy when we believe that God is going to supply everything that we need in our homeschools, when we believe that he is faithful to finish what he has started in us and in our family. And that is my heart's desire for you this week. I would ask you to spend some time in prayer seeking the Lord about what he wants to have in your plan this year. You might discover that there are some things that you can remove from the plan that you put there for a reason that had nothing to do with his calling. And then, like me, you will have more peace and joy as you let go of these things that are not essential. If you would like to find the show notes for this episode, I encourage you to go to homeschoolsanity.com slash too much. Have a happy homeschool week. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. I hope something you heard was encouraging. If you have a personal question to follow up, don't hesitate to message me. I'm at Homeschool Sanity on social media. Be sure to check my free resource page at homeschoolsanity.com slash resource and find Sanity Saving Curriculum at fundalearnbooks.com. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.